Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I'm talking with Shalom Wargon, the creator of ImmigrantStory.ca. An ex- exhibition based on his website is now underway at the central branch of the Richmond Hill Public Library. Welcome, Shalom. Good morning, March. How are you? I am doing well. I am so glad that we are able to have this conversation. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, lots of questions for you uh, today. First, Shalom, I met you only briefly at the exhibit, and I was intrigued by you. You are a very creative person with lots of talents. I believe you're a writer and a graphic designer. Can you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, my background is in advertising and uh, with a focus on on writing and design. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, my late wife, Erminia Tinelli, passed away in 2017. And I had a, a memorial exhibition in her honor, and that was well received and ultimately that led to the immigrant story project uh which is was conceived to allow other immigrants to share their stories and uh, i've been doing this for four and a half years now and uh i I was gratified to meet you at the exhibition okay yes uh can you describe the exhibit um that's now at the library until august 23rd um, and it's been other places, and it is scheduled to go other places. Yes. Well, w- we have uh, story panels and theme panels. So the story panels are larger-than-life depictions of the stories that, that you can read at immigrantstory.ca. That's immigrantstorysingular.ca. And the theme panels are larger uh, thematic panels, uh, typically... Uh, with photographs and illustrations, um, and uh, they're all big. Uh, The the largest of them uh, are four feet by eight feet, and um, they they really uh, show family histories uh, and and immigration-related themes uh, in pictures. And... um, when I was conceiving the project, uh, the pandemic hit, and at first I thought, okay, we got to put this on hold. And then I thought, well, no, people are looking for hooks. They're looking for ways to be engaged. So we went ahead with it, and um, everything worked out. Now, ironically, uh, the format, which is similar to a newspaper format, um, was designed to allow people to uh read the displays comfortably from five feet away. And uh, that worked out well with the pandemic and and physical distancing uh, so that people didn't need to crowd around the panels to see them. And uh, so it worked out well, and we've continued in that vein. 
Right. And in terms of the places it's been, uh, this is my uh, fourth major exhibition, uh, the third for Immigrant Story. And, uh, you know, it started at the Carrier Gallery. And uh, last last year it was at the Bathurst-Clark uh, Resource Library and now at the um, Richmond Hill uh, uh, Library Central Branch right. uh, at Young and Major Mac. And, uh, you know, a special thanks to... Uh, the CEO, Darren Solomon, and to uh, uh, Annette Isina and uh, Lea Fiore and the rest of the team there. They, they've been terrific. Yeah. There are some great people at the library. Those three individuals that you mentioned, I do know well, and I'm glad I do. So, yeah, they're, they're very helpful, uh, very helpful people. Uh, and uh, the space at the library, the events room up on the third floor, uh, it, it's uh, your exhibit is fills the space, but it's still, I think, a, a good space, good lighting. It feels good going up in there. It's quiet, but not uh, too quiet. So thank you for, I think I'm glad it is there. Now, you, I'm wondering what really got you to do it. You talked about your wife passing away not too long ago, and that was a real impetus for it. But is there something else that really drives you to create this project? Like it's a, there's a lot of work in it. Yeah, well, I, I've always been intrigued by the idea of somebody coming across an ocean uh, to settle in another country. So it's it's really quite remarkable when you think. Now, I'm not an immigrant. I was born I was born in Ottawa, but um, my father was an immigrant. Uh, he was born in Poland in in uh, 1925, and and he's featured at the uh, uh, at the exhibition and. Um, you know, it's such an incredible thing for somebody to get on a boat and, and come across an ocean, uh, often with little or no money, uh, usually without knowing the, uh, the, the English language. And, um, uh, you know, I mean, by comparison, if I have to drive to Hamilton, it's a big deal. I have to sit down. I have to think it out. I have to plan it. I have to make sure I have an energy drink uh, in, in case I, I start to get drowsy. Uh, so it's really remarkable uh, what these people did, um, and and kudos to them, and that that was part of it. And and also, um, in addition to the stories on the on the website, there's there's an origins page, which uh, depicts uh, with a brief animation uh, each person's journey to Canada, and um, it's great for kids in particular, uh, people who came by boat. You can actually see them. Uh, you can see their boat uh, um, depart from the home port. If they came by plane, you can see the plane take off uh, from the airport. Um, and um, that's been well received as well. Yeah. Yeah. You've created a very, uh, really good website. It's it's, it's fun. It's uh, very interactive. You know what makes a good website. So uh, kudos to you for uh, what you have actually created. It's uh, It's much more than a few pictures and words uh, at the library. But uh, can you describe how each story is written up, like how the photos, images are chosen and then displayed? Like, can you walk us through the process? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's pretty intense, actually. Um, so uh, it doesn't cost anything to participate. Uh, the one thing that I do ask of families is that if they're interested in sharing their immigration story, or their parents' story, uh, 
you know, any, anybody, anybody in their family or even that of a close friend, um, everybody's got to be on board. So they need to discuss it with uh, the family and with everybody concerned to make sure everybody's comfortable with sharing the story because it is a very public platform. You know, there's a website, there are exhibitions, there's, there's media and so on. Um, so typically when I write the story, uh, the process starts with an interview of one to two hours over the phone. Uh, and by doing it over the phone, it allows me to, uh, to type, uh, as we talk and, uh, uh, I, I write up a, a first draft, and then uh, the draft goes through many stages of editing and proofreading, typically 10 to 12 stages. Um, most of the pictures are supplied by the by the interview subject and the family. And, um, you know, often we'll start with, with just cell phone snapshots of the original pictures. Um, I ask I ask subjects to provide me with more pictures than are required so I can pick the best ones. Then after we've settled on the images that are going to be used, um, uh, then a lot of them need to be restored because, you know, people go through their shoe boxes and find photos that can be 50, 75, 100 years old. And uh, a lot of them require restoration. And... Uh, the process usually takes 30 to, 30 to 40 hours per story. And, um, you know, the family gets to review and approve uh, the story before it's published. Now, I also have a number of other uh, writers who are contributing to the project. Uh, many of them are award-winning writers and best-selling authors. And uh, I, I can't speak to how long it takes them, probably less less time than, than me, but but I know that that all of them uh, adhere to very high literary standards and and then uh, all of their work is subject to uh, editing and proofreading as well. So we've got a great mix of authors uh, you know featured on the site and at the exhibition and uh, I, I really appreciate their contributions. Right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it is very professionally done. So um, amazing uh, amount of work. Uh, you you do have large images. You say there's some are, are four by eight. And uh, I've looked at a few and just go, wow, it's uh, you know, I'm glad I saw them uh, at that size and not just on my computer screen. They're very, very impactful. So it's a, uh, you've done a great job. Your background of graphic design and such is certainly uh, evident in what you have displayed. Uh, I have not read all the stories, but uh, did go through the list. There are some people I actually know, which I thought was great. But I also saw that you included Leona Boyd and uh, Harriet Tubman. So um, are there like there are stories from people all over and a lot from the GTA, but not, obviously not all from the GTA. So um, how did how did you choose? So you said that people just came to you and then you you found people or decided on people like Leona Boyd to put to include? Well, the project started organically. It started really with people I knew uh, who, who immigrated and, 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 and one person would tell another person. And, and you know, uh, uh, I hate to let a great story pass me by. So anytime uh, uh, I would hear about a, a great immigrant story, I would pursue it doggedly. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't have to look 
that hard in the beginning because uh, you know there was a lot of interest and uh, I remember uh, a conversation with with two uh, with two ladies uh, Ornella Ricci and and the late Imperia Berton and uh, as soon as I started talking to them about an immigrant story project they both started talking so fast uh, about you know, firing details at me about, about their own stories. And after 10 minutes, I said, okay, guys, time out. Uh, let's do this the right way and let's schedule an interview. Otherwise, you're going to tell me your whole immigrant story right here and then you're going to have to tell it to me all over again because I can't retain all these details just from a conversation. So really, um, the point is, their enthusiasm was the primary ingredient. That's the most important ingredient in this process is people's enthusiasm for sharing their stories. And, uh, you know, it's not a full life history. Um, and, and, and so the, the highlights are really important. Uh, little episodes, uh, funny anecdotes, um, really uh, spice up the narrative. About how many words would each story be? Do you have a sense of that? Yeah, yeah. The, the stories are typically uh, 1,200 words uh, in length. Okay. Uh, you know, some are less, some are more, and a lot depends on the visuals. Um, uh, you know, if we have really compelling visuals, then fewer words are needed. Um, but we always use a mix. We, we never... We never publish a narrative without visuals. And there have been few uh, immigrants who actually didn't want visuals included. And unfortunately, we've had to decline those opportunities. But you mentioned uh, the wow factor. That is is super important as well. I, I mean, I look at literally thousands of photographs a year. And um, I know a great, a great shot when I see it. And... Uh, um, I really enjoy the process of including them in 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 stories and and theme panels. Right. Yeah. No. That it that shows. So, uh, I will put in uh, the podcast notes uh, how to get in touch with you, the website, and that shows how to you know there's a form to fill out to allow you to do that. So yeah, it's um that's uh, I encourage people to think about it. Probably see the exhibit. Look online. And then contact you if it, you think that they shouldn't. Uh, I, you know, a year from now, a couple of years from now, I am, I'll have to check back in with you to see who else and what, where this is all gone. So it's a, yeah, it's, you're on a journey. Uh, so uh, what do you really wish for people to take away when they see this exhibit? Well, I'd like them to, to realize how important it is to them to connect with their parents and, and other people in their life who've immigrated and hear their stories while they still can. Look, let's face it, when, when we're young in our teens and 20s and even later, uh, sometimes the details of our parents' story is the furthest, furthest thing from our mind. You know, uh, we, we want to... Uh, uh, you know, play our sports and hang out with our buddies and 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 have fun. Um, and many, many people have expressed regret to me at not having uh, discussed with their parents more thoroughly 
uh, the details of their story while they still could. Because it may not be important today or tomorrow, but next week or next month or two years from now, it's going to be really important. So you really should find out, um, uh, you know, whether you want to share the story with me or not, inform yourself, uh, find out about your background, where you came from, where your parents came from, what they went through in order to get here. And, uh, you know, preserve it and and uh, i see my role as 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 a facilitator um and it you know um the more families that that i can help uh uh you know preserve their story and and share and inspire others uh i'm happy to do it however uh we're more interested in 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 quality than quantity i mean i'm not interested in pumping out hundreds of stories um, at a time. I, I, we do the stories one at a time. And like I said, uh, it takes takes a, a long time, uh, you know, 30 to 40 hours. And and um, we, we try not to publish anything until we feel it's ready and and thorough and complete and, and, and properly curated. Yeah, very good. Yeah, you, there are stories from people all over, like we've talked about Italy uh, and uh, Poland, but uh, what co countries have you? Um, how many countries are been are there immigrant stories from? So so far, there there are twenty one countries of origin represented. Uh, there are a lot of stories about Italian immigrants because my late wife was Italian, and so you know, starting from my own uh, inner circle, that was natural. However, the project is open to anyone, and uh, it really excites me as more countries and more cultures come aboard and are uh, represented, um, because let's face it, the, the GTA is the melting pot of the world, and there are well over 200 uh, countries of origin and cultures here. And uh, so the more of them that, that decide to participate, uh, uh, the better it is for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely it is. And Richmond Hill is, uh, we're fortunate here that we have a lot of different groups. It's not just, a, we, a, we have a high rate of immigration. We have a high rate of multiple groups that have really made this an important place to be. So I am glad that you're doing it. I hope all of those groups, I know we have many Persians and Russians and uh, people from China and Korea, uh, all of those, I hope they um, are part of your, some of those are part of your story. So it, it's worth this, worthwhile to see. And I think it's, um, I, I think just hearing and being reminded of the immigrant story, of the struggle uh, and how people ha have done that is, uh, it's good for you to actually, uh, to hear that. It's keeps you going. It's that push that sometimes, can I do this? And you think about Many people that came before us to give us what we have here, they have gone through so much. So we better keep on going. So that's how I. That's my take on hearing immigrant stories. Uh, you've talked to a lot of people who uh, have seen your exhibit. You like to be there. Is there the best way, like, or some tips for how actually to take in these stories? 
Yeah, you, you need at least an hour in order to uh, view the exhibit uh, properly. Uh, there are almost 100 pieces. Um, and, uh, you know, you're not going to read every single story uh, uh, on every visit. But, uh, yeah, take your time. And, uh, like I said, uh, allow yourself at least an hour to wander through it. And, uh, you know, anybody who's willing to uh, share their, uh, their story with me, uh, it's very easy to connect with me. There's a contact form on the website, uh, or they can email me, shalom, that's S-H-O-L-O-M, at immigrantstorysingular.ca. And uh, I'm always excited to, to hear from people. Now, the funny thing is, many, many people who come in, um, uh, they want to tell me their immigrant story right there. That They're happy to talk for half an hour, an hour, and tell me all the details. Uh, not everybody is willing to uh, go on record and, and, and share the story on the platform. And, and, and that's fine. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to listen. Um, but uh, obviously, um, what gives me the most gratification is when people are willing to go on record and, and share their story so that other people who come to the exhibits and who visit the website can be inspired by their story, just as they are inspired enough to walk in and walk around. Mm -hmm. I would suggest that people uh, spend more, like one hour to me isn't enough. And I think uh, it's right in the center. If you're in Richmond Hill, it's in the center of Richmond Hill, pop into the library on your way home from, or the way to going to get groceries, watch it for, go through it for a bit, see a few things, and then come back again next week. I think it's uh, multiple visits is uh, is a good idea. And you can see, read, part. it is on the website. But as I've said, it's much more impactful to actually see it in a large format. So yeah, I would, um, would try to do more than one visit. And I think uh, bringing somebody with you uh, it can be a great uh, step off for having great conversations. Is there anything else that you wanted to add, Shalom? Well, yeah, I, I, further to what you just said, um, pe people, people love to bring their families to the exhibit, and especially when a story has been written about a family member, uh, it's so exciting to see how they react when they come and see their own story. And, mm -hmm. and it, it's thrilling, actually. And uh, I, I, I love that aspect of it. And what what a great uh, venue. You know, it, it's on uh, huge, lushly landscaped grounds. Uh, it, it's really like a walk in the park. And uh, I gather that uh, within the past week, there was a confirmed bear sighting uh, within a few blocks of the library. So... If I'd seen the bear, I probably would have asked him if if he was uh, an immigrant or not, or if anybody's family immigrated. But uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, it really is a, a a wonderful place. You really have to have to see it to believe it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It is a great space, and I I am aware that too many people haven't gone to the library recently. They're really working at. Uh, uh, changing the focus and having it a destination place. So yes, our li central library there, easy, accessible. Uh, we're fortunate in the GTA in Richmond Hill 
no parking fees fee at all. We can just pop in and and see it. So um, yeah, I do encourage people to go see uh, the li- uh, your exhibit at the library, but make a habit of going to see what the library has to have. I do end podcasts asking the same question of all my podcast guests. Name one thing you really like about this community. I love uh, the fact that it's it's a richly integrated community with people from all over. I, I've met already so many people. People have written comments in in the guest book in at least four different languages. And uh, like I said, the GTA is the melting pot of the world, and Richmond Hill is a strong reflection of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, very well said. Well, thank you, Shalom, for taking the time to do this podcast, and uh, I am so glad that uh, I have got to meet you. Likewise, Marge. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at Marge, M-A-R-J, at MargeAndre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.